oh, this isn't right. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is not right. I didn't get this set up. We were doing the intro before. <laughs> what up, everybody? Th- sorry for the little hiccups off the bat. That's how we do is Jump Street. It's early for some of us still. We're doing it earlier than usual, so we have an excuse. But thank you all for joining us. Episode 131, really getting the numbers up there. Stoked to have everyone joining us for these new earlier episodes so we can have our friends in Europe and overseas join us if they're around, if they're awake. Uh, and everyone on the West Coast who's who's getting the early version, thanks for joining us. But today we have a very special guest, as usual. Very excited to have this guest. Someone Austin and I have known for a very long time at this point. OG New York City skater, filmer, very dear friend, JP Premiano from Butter TV. So super hyped to have him on. But um, yep, if you're joining us, uh, thank you very much. And please join me as I go on my spiel. Follow us on all of our social medias. If you like what you're hearing, uh, go to our Facebook, give us a like, go to our YouTube, hit the subscribe button and the notification bell. Um, leave a comment, share it. It's all very helpful for us. Uh, we have an iTunes. If you like what you're hearing and you listen to us on iTunes, you can give us a five-star rating. You can give us a review. And we also have a Patreon. You can be a Patreon for as low as $3 a month. And when you become a member of our Patreon community, you have access to exclusive content, which includes Inside Outs, which is our version of doing trick tips. We have three pieces. We have section reviews and commentaries from our guests that we have on the show. We're doing one today with our guest, uh, JP Primiano. And we have many, many more in our library. And when you become a Patreon, you're also automatically entered to win a... um, a random drawing once a month for something from our online store where we have mugs, we have shirts, we have hats, we got tank tops, we got a new line of stuff coming out. So we added that a few months back. And that is my spiel. Thank you for bearing with me. I uh, like I said, join me along on my spiel. <laughs> um, when we have a shout out to our new patrons this week. We have Andrew Cabezudo, Faction Skate Company, Daniel Salcido. Ron Escobar, Night School, Ted, Cavedo, Patrick Jones, Tone Doe, Joe G, Zachary Rayleigh, DJ Shea, Gemma Taters, Art Zero, and Tommy Mescola. So thank you all for being patron supporters for us. Uh, we skipped the last few episodes because we did like Channel 11s in a different format. So this is from the last few weeks. So thank you all for supporting. And we have the monthly supporter giveaway to do because it is a new month now. So let me pull up the, the screen sharing real quick. Hopefully I get this one right. Okay, I got this one right. So like Billy said, everybody from our Patreon gets entered. Their names in a drawing for one random item from our online store. And the winner for August, actually for July, is Florian Hands. So congrats, Florian. Uh, we'll reach out to you and see what you want from our online store. And thank you for supporting the show. We appreciate it. Um, um, before we move forward, I wanted to make, I saw something in the chat from uh, Andrew Scherf. He said, um, sounds good from the Colorado road trip. Mm. I thought that Eric Bailey and uh, Brian Aragon and Tori uh, Tresseter went on the last their little trip through Colorado was the Colorado road trip, but that was not. So I need to correct myself from what I said like two episodes ago. But um, yeah, so the Colorado road trip is going on right now. Or this Hope weekend coming a safe up. safe trip. Yeah. Or this weekend coming up. I thought Andrew said he was on there. I, I mean, he is, he, he's like uh, in Colorado preparing for it, I guess. I was talking to him before actually too, and I did the same thing also. He was like, yeah, I'm going to Colorado this weekend for the road trip. I'm like, oh, I thought that because you mentioned on the show that they were already on it. I'm like, I thought it happened already, but it makes sense. We all make mistakes. Yeah. It's all good. It's yep. all good. Yep. That's true. I make many mistakes. <laughs> it's okay. We, we all do. It's all but, part um, of life. 
Uh, yes. So I just wanted to clear that up. Uh, before we move forward, I wanted to say that, uh, you know, I wanted to have the trailer ready for this, but we have an early morning show and it was uh, different in preparing for this. So uh, if you haven't already, uh, with Mesmer, we just released our latest um, edit, which was, uh, it's called RV There Yet. It's up on YouTube right it's right. It's up on YouTube right now. We basically take a trip through the Southwest. We start from the Blade Cup in California, go to Arizona, New Mexico, El Paso, Texas, back in Arizona, and then back into California again. So it's a fun little trip. Um, check it out if you get a chance. RV there yet. It's a Mesmer latest edit. That was awesome, by the way. I, I spent, uh, me and my girl spent a whole day. We watched, uh, not a whole day, but we watched the them video and then we watched the Mesmer back to back. And it was like exciting to have two videos to, to, to watch, you know, back to back like that. And you guys killed it. The them guys killed it. It was awesome. No, it so. was a really good week for videos. Like, what was it? Uh, the Dear Audrey came out on Monday. Yeah. And then your thing with JP, who we have on today, came out on Wednesday. And then um, RV There Yet came out on Friday. So it was uh, jam-packed with cool stuff. So you're welcome, Skate Community, for us providing you with all this content this week. This is our week. Um, let's give a shout-out to our sponsor real quick for this episode, Blank, which uh, if you haven't known already, Blank has the Sean Keen Pro Model Skate out now, available worldwide at your favorite skate shop. Um, the re-release has new sizes, sizes US 6 to 10.5 and, and 12 to 12.5. Uh, the awesome thing about the blank skates is that there's individual sizing. So like uh, six, six and a half is his own shell. Seven, seven and a half is his own shell. Eight, eight and a half is his own shell. So they fit really well. They're awesome skates. Top quality from Rollerblade, uh, as you would expect. Um, available worldwide at your favorite local skate shops. So everybody check out the new Sean Keen blank pro model skate. And they also teased a new skate coming out for the uh, holiday season, which is a bit of a tease because that's so far away for now. But they have like a, a new skate coming out soon. So keep an eye out for that as well. There's a lot of cool stuff going on at Blink. Uh, give them a follow on Instagram at Blink Rolling Products. And if you want to learn more about them, check out their website at BlankRollingProducts.com. Um, we also cool. have a WTF this week. Why not? You All know, right. I didn't show you this one yet, Billy, but I'm sure you've seen it already. From uh, So with our new Patreon tiers, the highest tier, we have a random person from the our, our highest Patreon supporter tier sponsored the WTF of the week. So this week's WTF is sponsored by El Presidente, Mr. John Julio, who we have. Um, I can't get this click. OK, Mr. Colin Martin for the WTF with this ghost Mizu slide to Mizu. I don't know if you had a name for this one. Did you see this one, Billy? Yeah, it's a super cool little ghost. Mizu slide. I, I don't know which foot is sliding, which one isn't. Are they both sliding? Who knows? <laughs> only, only Colin Martin knows. So I thought that was super cool. Nice little different stuff coming from him always. So hell yeah, give Colin <clears throat> Martin a follow on Instagram too. He's got a lot of wild stuff on there with his coil and compression skating. Super cool, super interesting. No one skates like him. I love that how he just like opens up these doors. Yeah, it's like a wheel slide where he's just. Yeah, it's just really creative, and I saw people uh, after he did this like already playing with that. So, oh, did you shout out to? Yeah, I, I saw some people, other people playing with these ideas. That's uh, pretty cool. Like Im immediately, so um, yeah, very cool to see. And uh, Colin Martin is always bringing new ideas, so love that. Shout out Colin Martin. Hell yeah, that's awesome. I, I didn't see anyone trying it yet, but I'm sure you know every time something like that comes out, people are, are jumping in. And so I'm, I'm curious to see what other people can build off that. I don't know, whatever you call wheel slide, set slide. I don't know what it was, but awesome shit coming from Colin Martin. 
I think one last yeah, we thing. Should ask, we should ask him to name it. You know, it's his. It's kind of his thing. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll get. We'll get. Maybe we'll get him on one day because he's a really interesting guy. Also, yeah. Um, before we move on with our guest, we just want to remind everybody to please check out Jump Supplements, which is our our first skating's first supplement brand. Uh, we have a full line of supplements that every skater can benefit from. We have a full hemp extract CBD oil, ultra joint flex to promote joint health and maintain mobility. We have multivitamin for energizing B vitamins, B vitamins, immunity support, and antioxidant formula. We have platinum turmeric to support joint and muscle health, which we all need for skating and krill oils to support joint brain and heart health. Um, we still have our launch code promo going on 10% off all individual bottles with coupon code 10 off. Uh, you can save money on bundles by buying, you know, three, four, five bottles at a time. Uh, free domestic shipping within the U.S. and free international or shipping internationally, not free, but to the U.K., Canada, Australia, and Italy. So check out jumpsubs.com. Get your body feeling right. We got a lot of supplements out here to make sure that we're skating for as long as possible and feeling as good as we can. So check it out. Support. Feel good. Skate longer. That's it. Exactly. I can't live without turmeric at this point. I need it. Yeah, so, turmeric. I've been big on like ginger now too. Maybe we could find some sort of ginger type mm-hmm. of supplement to, to add to our lineup. But please check out jumpsups.com. And with that being said, are we good to go, Billy? I think we're good to go. I think we're good to go too. So everybody, please welcome our very special guest today, Mr. JP Premiano. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome because that's actually your sound effect that we got to use finally I was on you. Say, that sounds like Winter Clash. Uh, that's uh, <laughs> nice. it's Bleeding Cup, I think. Oh, is it Bleeding Cup? All right. You don't even remember what you sent me? Not for that. No, I, I sent you Winter Clash cheers. Oh, maybe that is Winter Clash. I thought it was Bleeding Cup. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it went to Clash then. I've been saying it wrong this whole time. <laughs> My I bad. Mean, see, this guy, this, this guy knows his stuff, and like I'm sure he's like gone through like a, so many different. Kinds of those sounds, he knows it all. Yeah, that. he's like, I'm, I'm oh, a, no, that's what. That's what I'm saying. He knows more than me. I just messed that up, I guess, over the I, over the last I few actually, episodes. I actually keep a sound folder for like grinds and stuff like that. Usually, like competitions, like sounds are drowned out by like the DJ booth and everything like that. So, like, I have like specific sounds, like coping or or ledge or rail or things like that. Damn. So, like, no. I, yeah. this guy gets in there. He's what we call a professional. <laughs> <laughs> Well, JP, thank you for taking the time to join us today. Um, Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, really stoked to have you on. We've been wanting to have you on for a long time, but I think uh, we wanted to wait till after you and Austin completed your two-year endeavor, which we're going to get into and talk about all that and talk about everything, uh, all your work that you've been contributing for, you know, pretty heavily for the past, you know, four or five years, uh, coming back into the scene pretty strong. But, um, you know, I'd like to talk about, you know, when I first met you uh, in the beginning, your introduction to skating in Queens, New York. You know, I remember always seeing you with Sam, uh, yeah. always filming that rail with the with the deadly other rail at the end of it was mm-hmm. like your like best that's spot the, ever. And it's just like the most scary. That's like, that's like the worst rail in Queens. I, I, I like, it's like the worst. <laughs> Is that the red rail? Uh, no, no, it's, it's in Fresh Meadows. It's like, um, I'll send you a clip of it. But like, yeah, it's. It's, it's like the stupidest rail, but it was like right up the it's block not. from his house. That's why we called it Sam's rail. And yeah. uh, I broke my hand on that rail. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> good I, good people, times. People <laughs> always get work. But like, I, I remember when I had Montre here, I took him there on purpose. And I was like, oh, Sam, I was like, I brought Montre here. And he's like, why did you do that? And I'm like, <laughs> just, just for laughs. <laughs> he was like, why? Probably why. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
He likes um, it down. But... He, he hit it. <laughs> oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. Sick. Well, um, I'm curious to know, you know, I, I, I met you from a long time ago. Probably, I don't know, 20 years maybe at this point. Maybe uh, around that time. Oh, my God. Man. Yeah. But um, so what What was it? Maybe even longer. Um, it could be like, you know, teen, definitely teens or 16, 17, 18, around there, 19. Um, but yeah. So how did you get into skating? How did you like start linking up with guys like Sam? And then how did you, did you pick up a camera from off the bat? Or was it just like a matter of necessity? And how did that become part of everything? Um. When did I start skating? I, I started skating, I guess, like when that whole boom kicked in and like Airborne came out and I have an older brother and, and his friends, they were all skating. And, you know, that's like when like the Sega Genesis game Skitchen came out and everybody was like, <laughs> you know, like like it was all over the news or like people were getting run over by buses. And I was like, that sounds fucking dangerous and cool. Let's let's try it. You know? <laughs> um, but, but but I was young. So I skated like like Rex skates for a little bit and then it kind of died off. And then uh, my, my brother's older friend. Or, or yeah, one of his oldest friends worked in a skate shop at the time, and I went in there, and he had a pair of Dirks, and he was like, "Here, take them." He's like, "We're closing the shop anyway," so I got back into it, and I skated for a little bit through like junior high school, but uh, yeah, you know, like it was like a phase for everybody else, and I wanted to keep skating, and then like randomly, I met Sam Grimm at, at, at Fresh Meadows. I think he just moved from Hawaii, and he was skating this ledge, and he was doing like the sickest top mistrials, and I'm like, "Who the hell is this kid?" And then the rest is history. From from then on, I never stopped skating. So you, they gave you a pair of Dirks. Yeah, yeah, because they were they were closing the shop. I don't know if I, I don't know if you like remember this shop. It, it's Emilio's like Queens. It's called it's called All Skates. All Skates. Okay. I never Sounds heard familiar. Of that. Yeah. Was Emilio's a place too in Queens? Yeah, yeah. Emilio's is another place. Was it a pizzeria like, and a skate shop? <laughs> <laughs> You could buy pizza and they're playing like elements too in the background. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, but that was that. And then, and then I picked up a camera, this, this other kid who, who passed away, unfortunately, who, who I used to skate with, his mom had a, had a VHS camera. And I think I, I think I broke something. I'm, I'm always breaking something. And uh, I was like, whatever. Yeah, I'll I think film. I remember that. Like you broke your arm or your leg or something, right? I did both. <laughs> um, well, yeah, we'll, We'll get into that, but his mom had like one of those old school like VHS cameras, and so like I, we like filmed a whole bunch of things, and he had two VCRs, and it probably made like the worst video you could you could make. But at the time, like it was so sick just doing that, and like we would play music in the background to so, like try to time it right. If if somebody landed a trick and it went with the beat, like we would go nuts, and, <laughs> and that was it. And then and then I went to work at at a stationery. I saved money and I bought like a, a FireWire cable and that little that that thing for your PC, whatever. Uh, and we're just making videos back then. Thanks. So you did the two VCR thing also, because I, I did that. I did that too back in the day. It's like the worst. Imagine like <laughs> that we used to do that, and now people could just take a video on their iPhone and upload it to Instagram and edit everything right there with music, sound effects, text, titling, everything. I feel like I feel like it has to be a prerequisite. Uh, <laughs> like here, take these VCRs and make something work. <laughs> Kids would be like VCR. What the hell is that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I feel like Austin should be asking this question, but 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 I'm curious, you know, and this is for my camera nerds out there or my camera guys. What was like the you know you started back in the day and you have such like uh, high quality stuff now? What was like your first camera? Do you know the what kind of camera it was? Yeah, I remember it was uh, it was like a JVC Handycam. I think I probably bought it at Sears or something like that. I, I don't know the exact model, but it was a, it was a mini DV tape, um, and I filmed on that for a while, and then. 
again, I, I worked like crazy, like another like two summers, I think. And, and one day I just bought a GL1. Ooh. Um, yeah, which was a and huge was, step up. Yeah, that was price. You know, for back then. I mean, it's still. I'm sure on eBay, it's probably not cheap. But at that time, I was like, oh shit, I did it. But, <laughs> I, but yeah. I, I never made a video with it. Like I just, I would always film and like make like videos for the homies. Like there was like a series called Shortness, and there were like 10, 15 minute long videos. Yes, I, I remember did, that. You remember that? Yeah. Shortness. <laughs> so I would do that, and then. I guess for me, it was always like a bigger picture thing. It's like, yeah, I could make these videos with, with just like with the homies or I could like try to like get it with like other people. I remember I sent it to like um, Chris Majette, like to hopefully get it into like a VG video. I was like, all right, well, like, like, for example, if like Ian McLeod was like, like the big name back then, I was like, all right, well, he's going to be in the video. Hopefully I can get like Sam and like Steve Cortez in the video with this guy. So like they'll get more recognized. So like, again, I would make videos for the homies and then I, I would just send the footage out and hopefully like it would, you know, it would put New York out there a little bit more. Oh, I never like thought about that concept with you. Like you were trying to get it out there. Cause I don't like Majet did something similar. You wanted, you said you were trying to do it like with Majet, but Majet was doing that kind of with like Dave Payne and video group and shit like that, getting Philly out on the map, diversifying like the, the clips through everything. What other, yeah. what other footage was, what are um, the videos were any of your footage in? Maintain uh, the traveler. A lot of, a, a lot of like, yeah. The Queens guys so it was in that one, like Steve, Sam, Alex. Um, what else? There was uh, there was a Matt Mickey video that came out a long time ago. I, I don't within? The name of it. Was it Within? Maybe. Um, and there's like a lot of like yeah, Sam, footage. Yeah, and, I think Sam was in there too. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't realize yeah. that until you just mentioned it. Yeah. That's pretty so, yeah, cool. Ba- yeah, basically just trying to, trying to get everybody out there. No, I, me- I remember that, like, seeing, like, even, like, when edits first started popping up on the internet, like, the Sam and, and Sam's rail would always be, like, <laughs> the-, the edits and, like, the-, the-, the whole crew back in the day. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. that was another thing, too, with, um, you know, I-, I-, I always knew that, like, um, maybe not streaming would be a thing, but I always knew, like, like the video format, like VHS or DVD would, would eventually die out. I don't know if you remember that, that old Sam Grimm section uh, with-, with the Nas song. You're the man. Uh, it was like one of like first. It was like one of the first BMAG like videos. That yeah, BMAG videos. I was gonna mm-hmm. ask about that too, but go on. Yeah, yeah. So like, I remember. Um, I think Richie Iser was the first one, and I was like, damn, that was kind of sick. And then uh, I, I sent them an email. And I'm like, hey, like I have all this like footage of Sam. Like, can I just make a video and send it over? And they're like, yeah, go ahead. So, and I think that one's still on YouTube. Somebody uploaded it, and it's still out there for anybody who wants to see what, it. What is it called? Uh, like the, the Sam Grimm. I don't even know what it's called. Um, I looked it up recently too, maybe not like like a year or something ago. I remember I looked it up because I remember that was like I had like dial up internet. If anything, at that point, I remember yeah. like waiting all night to download this edit <laughs> because like you didn't really download edits back then. But I didn't even realize you told me out of nowhere one day that that was either like one of the first edits up on BMAG or skate edits like on the internet like that. Like yeah. you said, Richie Eisler had one before, and then yeah. it was Sam Grimm's edit. Yeah, I I think so. I think it was Richie Eisler was the first one. So you made the second rollerblading edit online? <laughs> uh, no, no, definitely not. Because I think James Rieske was also putting out some stuff. He he did like a whole. Um, I think before Logical Progression, he did like a whole video. And I, again, I don't remember the name of it, but like Dre had a small section, and it was all like the North Carolina guys, and it was sick. I I, I loved it. It took me like five days to download that video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we don't have to do that anymore. Imagine oh, having to download goodness. 4K videos and and wait like weeks to get it to you. 
I remember the same thing with like when word, the Mind Game video words came out and on the Mind Game website, they had one clip of uh, Aaron, one clip of DL and one clip of uh, Farmer. And I remember like trying to watch them and it would just take like hours to watch uh, Feinberg Royale, that one drop rail in his I am the walrus section. <laughs> but that's fine. I'm glad, I'm glad times have changed and, and things are better now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it, in some ways, it, it does like force a little quality control. If, if it was like that, people wouldn't be like uploading, you know, it wouldn't be oversaturated with like, you know, whatever's out there. People would be like, all right, if this is going to take me all day to upload it, it I'm going to make sure it's fucking perfect. And and vice versa, like, I'm not going to download something if, if I know it's not going to be good. So, yeah, that's, that's the flip tr- side of it. That's true. Why, do, you, do you think the, the industry is oversaturated now with skate videos or something or just content in general? Uh, I mean, there's a lot of content out there. I, I wouldn't say it's oversaturated. I, I always think it's a good thing that, that it's constantly exposed. But like, sometimes you come come across a video. I'm like, oh, don't don't put that out there, you know? <laughs> or, or you know, like, yeah, whatever. I mean, that's like the time we live in. You know, it's it's social media uh, heavy and and a lot of validation. You know, so it's always cool when like people are, like learning things. But I guess like, I guess like we grew up in that era where it's like, if don't look good, like. We're gonna we're gonna criticize you. I, maybe that's like a whole New York thing where it's like, come on, man, you can do that shit better, you know. And I'm still like that, even like when we film. If if somebody does something and I'm like, I know you can do that better, and they're like, come on, I don't want to do it. I'm like, nah, you have to. I'm not using it. <laughs> that's how you that's have to true. be. That's how you have that to be. That is true. We were always like that. I mean, me and Billy filming with each other, always the same thing. Like that was cool, but like your foot wobbled a little bit on the landing. Do that again, and we would both know and be like, ah, we. It sucks, but like you know, that's what we have to do to make it better in the end, and yeah, we're gonna appreciate it, it later on. It's worth it, and then again, vice versa. Like sometimes I'll be filming something, and especially with fisheye. Like fisheye is really not my, uh, not my thing. But like someone would be like, ah, oh, you should have dropped the camera a little bit lower, and I'm like, fuck, yeah, I was like, I feel bad. <laughs> but I'm like, all right, let's do it again. <laughs> yeah, try to make it, try to make it perfect. Yeah, yeah. I, I was, I was actually gonna like uh, mention that because. There's obviously like a certain element of quality that's in your in in all of your work. It's you put a lot of time into you put a lot of time into it. Like it's high quality filming. Um, is there like a, an idea or like behind it all or like an ultimate goal? Are you trying to like make things that are pleasing for groups outside of skating? Is it like with it? Like what what what's the idea behind it? Uh, of course. Um... Uh, what is the idea? I mean, there, there's there's a lot of ideas, but like, I always want to make something for, for for both crowds, like something that that skaters can sit down and watch and and enjoy it, but something that I could also just show people who don't know what skating is. You know, like if you watch Austin's edit, you know, he's doing stuff with his left foot, he's doing stuff with his right foot. Like in in the intro shot, he does a true topsole with his left, and then in Times Square, he does zero zero topsole with his right foot, and your average person is not even going to pick up on that or if he was looking over illusion over his other shoulder. But if you make it look good or if you make it look fast and, you know, steezy, people would be like, damn, I don't know what that was, but that was sick. Um, I'm, I'm drawn to it. So there's that. Um, and then also like the documentary stuff, you know, you, you, you break down humans to, uh, or, or you break skaters down like, like to the simplest form. Like we're all human. Um, whether you love skating or you love, say basketball or something like that like everybody can relate to to passion and everybody can relate to like pushing yourself to be to be the best at whatever you do or 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 just simply having fun so i always try to like 
I always try to show that with like skate competition stuff, you know, like a little bit of voiceover and then show like that whole energy. Like you can never mimic what it's like to be at, at an event. Like you can't mimic what it's like to be at a Blading Cup or a Winter Clash or a BPS or, or, or whatever or any street comp that I've been to. But I always try my best to like create that energy. So when I do show people, they're like, damn, this is fucking, this is sick. Like this is what you do. And I'm like, yeah, like this happens all the time. You should come out, come out, come hang, have a drink. Stuff yeah, like I don't know. Make, Did that make the it. Make, I, I don't. I don't know. No, no, no. That that's good. I kind of want to grow on a little bit too because, like, well, w- one that like um, that's cool because it's like it's it's with an intention of like trying to make it accessible for everyone and trying to make it like this fun atmosphere. But um, and I want to get into this in a second too um, about like how well you cover competitions because that is like even like judging competitions is such a grueling thing to do because you just have to be present the whole time. Filming is just like that multiplied and just like on top of it, you have to just like go through all of the footage that comes in and comps and then, and bring it together in something that is cohesive and makes sense and tells a story and that, and that works and comes across well. And I think you do that really well, but I also wanted to talk about like uh, your documentary style pieces, like the, like that you mentioned, you, you mentioned the, so I mean, you mentioned the documentary pieces and I was thinking immediately about the Soichiro one. And um, I think those things are like, so in, in skating a lot, like I think we just have this kind of model where we do like uh, the tricks to, you know, an edit and, and a good song. And like, you don't really get a good feel for the person. Like I feel like that you do a, a good job of doing that, like humanizing the skater um, and like getting people to know the other side of the skater. Is that like intentional? Do, do you feel like that's in, important? And, and where do you see the value in that? Oh, a, th- a thousand percent. You know, I, I'm, I'm always watching, uh, I'm always watching documentaries and um, I think Red Bull had a, they had like a, an app or whatever. And I remember like watching like surf documentaries and I, I know nothing about surfing. I couldn't tell you anything, but like, just seeing like what these guys do and, and going out there and the way it's shot, it's like, again, it, it still feels very relative to what we do. Uh, just cause it's just, it's, it's just, it's, it's just humanizing people. Like I'm like, and, and also I, I think it's like what you guys do with your podcast, like, or um, I'm trying to think of like, like an example, but like, like growing up and, and, and seeing these skaters and, and, you know, like you do put like certain people on like a pedestal, uh, you know, if someone's like killing it, you know, like back in the day, if you see Dustin Latimer, like or, yeah, as a kid, I, I would freaking melt and be like, oh, my God. But then like hearing hearing somebody on a podcast, you're like, oh, shit, they're just like me. You know, they mm. they, they, they they have their uh, goods and their bads and but they're still able to skate and, and, and do what they love. And it's it's super simple. I, I feel like doesn't always have to be like overly complicated it's just you're showing that we're just people too and people can just relate to that and um yeah that's it really no yeah i i think i think i think that's a good i think that's a good answer um because yeah i think uh, a lot of the time there's when people think about things we just have like uh, i don't know if it's a uh, inherent human tendency but we just have an idea to like put people in groups and then kind of give characteristics to the group as opposed to like the individual. Right. So like p- people are like, Oh, rollerbladers are X and, you know, skateboarders are Y and this is, this group is that. And, but then like, once you like start to like dig in and like, you know, f- go to the individual and like, you know, film like, and like, uh, and show and expose, like talk to them and show who they are. 
that it's just like all these like different people and personalities within this like umbrella community, which it makes it just like even more rich, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It's like, it's like, yeah, it, to, to just go off what you said, like people have like this, uh, this idea and they're like, oh, you're a skater. This is, and I'm like, <laughs> or, right. or like, or like somebody will like, they'd be like, oh, this guy dresses like a skater. And I'm like, what does that mean? I was like, how do I exactly. dress that? Yeah. And then, and then how, you know, like everybody looks so different. And then it's like, when I show like some of these documentary pieces, um, they're like, oh, what? This guy has kids and, and he can skate. I'm like, yeah. I was like, <laughs> like <laughs> we're no different than you. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know like what you think we do. It, it, we have jobs and whatever else. And, and again, like we're enjoying our life to, to, to the best we can. I mean, like how many people can say like they, they travel to Amsterdam or, or, or go to Japan and sure, I'm, I'm, I'm filming and trying to make a video but at the same time i'm like diving into that culture and i'm, I'm going out to eat every night and and making the best of it so yeah um yeah i, I no, always that, sorry no, i was gonna say that i always felt that like you could look up to skaters they're skating you know you want to skate like them you want to have like their style want to have their tricks want to you know they inspire you to get out there and skate better or harder but like that doesn't necessarily build role models and idols as much as things like podcasts, interviews, documentary stuff where people talk and you actually get to know the person a little better. It makes you like, you could possibly relate to them more on a different level that you didn't know before. You, you, something more than just skating, you know, you actually appreciate them as a person. They're like a, a great guy or a girl. They they live in a similar place to you do and they, they grew up the same way that you do. So it's like more relatable. And I feel like that's what builds idols and role models. And especially in a sport like skating, that's what all these little kids and newcomers should look up to with people who do the right thing, who are like actually good humans, not just good skaters. Right. You know, sometimes I, I wish, I wish companies would do that more with like, even like their, their older skaters. Like, you know, you, you hear stories, people love to like live in nostalgia and like talk about 2003 and when people were doing this and so-and-so did right. that. And, um, I, and like, you know, some of these skaters, like for whatever reason, they, they quit or, Maybe their bodies can't handle it, and I'm like, well, they've done this many tricks. There's so there's so much archival footage just to like have them talk here and there. That's why like I love the podcast stuff or like anything that's documentary related. It's like or, or like like I remember like the um, the Jeff Frederick episode, and he was talking about all the tours and stuff. And I was like, I could listen to this for days because that's like when I was growing up skating and so, some stories that he was he would talk about. I'm like, shit. I was like, I think I was there, and just like reliving those moments. And it's it's yeah, things like that. Like I like. I love hearing stuff like that and then just have a video to go along with it. It's, again, like it doesn't even have to be overcomplicated. And I, I wish companies would do that and be like, hey, like here's, a, here's an appreciation video of like the 2003 team or, or this or that. And then, you know, it teaches history and it, it gives a little, uh, you know, it, it gives uh, like people like something to look forward to or like or, or at least try to like re recreate in, in their own way. Like today, like, oh, shit, like let's get an RV and, and, and travel and, and do this like, like they did back then or, or, or like now, like, like what, what you're doing now, Billy, like with the whole Mesmer thing and, and, you know, RVing it up, like that's like gold. And I feel like that stuff sh should always be timeless. Anything that we do, I think is, is, is timeless to be honest. No, I, I, I and that, yeah, like, uh, I, I think a lot of us get that inspiration from like those older things bec because we saw that and, um, I think like you said, some people are like, oh, the 2003 stuff and could be like maybe stuck and like not as much embracing what's happening now. And like, um, 
but it's um um sorry but yeah it's a um i completely lost train of thought there i'm sorry <laughs> oh no but um same way. Da, 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 da. it's early oh, it's okay Austin, pick me up i'm sorry it's early it's okay but when you were talking earlier jp you opened up like a can of worms of just like a bunch of topics that I wanted to talk to talk about. One of them was the documentary style stuff, which Billy already asked about and got into. But the second is the contest aspect of what Butter TV does, because for a while I feel like nobody was really filming or documenting contests and or just not doing it as legit as you are. Like the last thing I really remember was like a bitter cold video from like one of the last bitter colds. They tried to like pitch the, a pilot to a TV show or something like that. But other than that, contests aren't really documented that well, especially since we're not on tv like the x games and espn and stuff like that but you take it to another level and you also take it to another level by traveling to all these events and everything so like what is I, you said before that you kind of want to give the proper vibe as much as you can about being at an event like the crowd interviews people and stuff like that what keeps you pushing to do stuff like that because most people aren't out there filming contests um, I mean, it's, it, it's fun just to be there and, and, you know, like I've, I've, I think I've been to like a, a few contests recently without my camera. Cause I think I just needed a break. Uh, cause I started to feel a little burnt out, but like even being there, I, I can't like, like not help myself just pull out like my phone and still like make a, a short edit for Instagram anyway. And I'm like, damn, I was like, it's like, it's like a drug, but, <laughs> um, I don't know. I, 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 I like showing stuff like that. I, I like being there. The, the energy is just insane. Um, you know, people are going all out for the most part. Um, it's also easy for me because I, I don't really have a lot of time uh, as much as I did when I was younger, right? I'm, I'm super busy. So it's like, how, how can I get the most tricks in the, in the shortest amount of time and, and, and a contest? I, I've always had like a rule where it's like, if, if there's a, a prize and it's a thousand dollars or more, people might start... Uh, start fucking killing themselves out there and i want to i want to document it <laughs> so i mean like, that's like a, the short answer of it but you know again it's also fun it's also good to meet people too i mean this is how i met sirichiro was uh i think what 2017 at blading cup and i remember like i made it a point to like walk up to him and be like hey like i'm a big fan i love your skating uh my name is jp i, I didn't even like say like you know i was butter tv but it's just like just to get to know him and stuff like that and like feel, feel a vibe and feel an energy. And then eventually again, I saw him at winter clash. Um, I saw him at, in Atlanta for, um, uh, for the A-Town stomp. And then, you know, we became good friends. And then one day I was like, Hey, I'm coming to Japan. And he was like, all right, cool. And then that's how that piece came about. So it, it, it's always a good thing just to meet people out there too. And you know, while I'm out there, I might as well just film it. Right. Mm. That's true. You get a, a whole skate video pretty much out of a one day or sometimes multi-day, but one day event, you can make a whole video as opposed to like traveling with somebody and filming them for like months or two years like we did on it to get a, an right, edit together. Right. But I guess that makes more sense too. It's like your way to complete a video in a short amount of time and get more content out there. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And, and then like also like I always think of um, in like the long term, like if this guy is like like take Montre for example. Montre's a guy I've been wanting to do a documentary piece for forever at this point, and I have so much competition footage of him, and like that could be like a whole segment right there with everybody cheering like Montre, Montre, and and you know like break down like what goes through on in, in his mind and or, or you know like whatever whatever else you would do, but um, 
Where was I going with that? Right. All right. So yeah, like like yeah. Oh, here's this guy over here, the one and only. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> He's got his bathrobe on. He just got out of the spa. For those of you who, who, who are tuning in on, uh, on the radio, uh, <laughs> Roscoe just came in in his Versace robe with uh, iced coffee. <laughs> you know, and, and that's, it's, it's, speaking of Justin Brasco just walking in with the Versace robe, this goes to what we talked about before, how there are so many different types of skaters. It's not just like this is a skater, you know? You got you got yeah. Justin Brasco, you got you got Chris Farmer, you got Mantra as you're talking about right now. What what a what a wild and different community. Um, <laughs> but go ahead as you as you were saying, <laughs> yeah, as you were saying with Mantra before uh, uh, Justin walked in. God, sorry. Yeah, I mean, like it's just like I, I always think. Yeah, I'm gonna make a, a contest edit, but like I'm also gonna try to like film certain things or certain mannerisms, like if you've been to a contest, like, you know how like Montreux hypes himself up or like when he brought his kids, uh, to, um, to, uh, powwow. powwow. Yeah, powwow. And like, and like, and like, I'm, I'm watching him and like, he's like looking like in the direction of his kid. And I'm like, I got to film that. And like, you know, he, he like threw a signal and then like he blasted that huge 540 and like, you know, filming back and forth, like that interaction. It's like, yeah, I did that for you kind of thing. And I was like, well, that's a, that's a piece right there. Like, bring up for for a future documentary so like that's not in the edit that's not in the powwow edit but i but in my timeline or like as i'm editing in premiere like i do label that um and i put that in like a separate folder for like future for future things I, same thing with like john julio like you know i'm there filming blading cup but i'm always watching him and i'm like all right eventually someday like i started a documentary like fucking years ago and i i i i think his piece is taking longer than than your piece austin but um <laughs> But I always make it a point to like film like certain things that he's doing, whether he's like interacting or like, you know, because that guy's always on the move. Like he never takes a day off. And I'm like, all right, at some point, that'll be a good, good documentary piece. Even if it takes me 10 years to to get it done, like I have it and it's like in a separate folder. Yeah, no, that's you're, you're, you're playing the long game. Yeah, uh, I do. Which, which, yeah. which, which is sick because like you're taking but you're thinking about ahead in the future and like those little things and. I think those little nuances are really important, especially like while paying attention to other documentaries. Like if you're seeing like those little moments and those human exchanges, like Montre looking toward uh, his son or or these other things that occur that are like completely relatable across all spectrums in whatever like sport or other kind of like high intensity uh, emotion, human feelings. But yeah, that's uh, I think you do a really good, good job at capturing that as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but it, it kind of brings me back to the point I was saying before. I'm sorry I got distracted earlier. I didn't mean to switch back, but something occurred on my couch and it threw me off with my and with my dog, and I uh, lost track. But it brings me back to what I was thinking of, like we were saying, how there's so much stuff from like 2003 that's like you said all gold and like hasn't been seen before. And yeah, like all that's there for like I don't know. If, like I I agree that like all that stuff is uh, is there for like what could be future things for future documentaries and future value in, in, in skating. Are you, are you, is it, is it just Montre and John Julio documentaries you're working on? Are you thinking of like any other kind of things? Oh, I got so many people I want to, I want to like try to do pieces with. Um, I, I mean, like when there was, um, before the pandemic, I was, I was supposed to go to Israel. Uh, I was talking to like Bobby Spazov and, and, we talked on, on on Facebook for a long time, and he told me his story, and I was like, "Damn!" I was like, "That's a fucking really good story." And, yeah. And I was like, "Yeah," I was like, "I'm I'm down to fly out there." And then 
pandemic hit, and then I'm still here. Uh, that, that hasn't really taken off, but I didn't forget. So at some point, I would like to do that. Um, definitely want to do a New York documentary. Um, like a general else? New York one? Yeah, yeah, if I could. I mean, that's, that's tough. I, I used to have a lot of old footage, unfortunately. Um, I didn't store like those mini DV tapes. I would just constantly like refilm over the same one over and over. So mm. tapes are expensive, um, man. Tapes yeah. were expensive back then. Everything was expensive. expensive. That's why I don't get like like Jan and all these other guys have like all these archival footage, like Majet and shit, and they have like stacks and stacks of mini DV tapes. I'm like, damn, I kind of wish I did that. But I was the same way as you, JP. Like, I didn't have money to buy. I was like. 13, 14, 15 at the time. I didn't have money to buy tapes. I was just taping over and over and over until like the footage <laughs> was just so shitty because you taped over it so many times, you know? Yeah. Lost I wish there was like a way to like to, to like thin out that that little film strip and just like take layers and layers and layers because there's so much freaking old footage back in the day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But whatever. It is what it is. Yeah. But so so Wild. New York documentary, Bobby, anything else that you like would focus on or like um, to focus on? Yeah. Um... What else? I mean, I like all the all like the, the DIY stuff that's going on right now. Like a lot of people are building like 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 Schmitty's like ramping camp is a good example. And um, there's a few other people that have like crazy stuff, like crazy like parks in their backyard. I'm like that. That'd be a cool like like an episodic thing to do. And just that's like, true. Yeah. Do something like that or. Um, I can picture like an HGTV. Yeah. I could be like an HGTV yeah. series where like you go to shoot his house and he has like his mini ramp in the background. You go to Clark's place in the compound. He has like his thing in the background. You go to ramping camp and he has his. That'd be so funny yeah. to do. <laughs> Have like yeah, a I, I, mood soundtrack to it. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I, 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 I think I think that that's good. Like this, the skating related, but not skating like content as yeah. well. Yeah, that's really yeah. cool. I love all that stuff. Um, That'd be really cool. Anything on? off the top of my head i mean obviously i i still love to just do like a good old classic edit you know like yeah thing that we just did with with austin and um you know I, i'm always working on something with with this guy justin justin roscoe there's always something going on because he's up early like me so um uh, who else uh, cameron cameron talbot we're, we're oh, yeah. definitely working on something right now and and i'm itching to go back to japan if, if they ever open up their borders to to tourists again uh, there's, there's, there's definitely a few people over there, obviously Sarichiro and, and Yuto, but there's, there's a lot of killers over there. Yeah. And yeah. They got, they got a good, they got a good scene. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, that series is called, you, you, you do something called superheroes, right? Action figures. Action figures. Action figures. Sorry. <laughs> Very, close. Figures. Very close. Very yeah. close. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> They are superheroes. Like yeah, that. I have to say. Sorry, sorry. I don't know why. I don't know why. I had a, that's a Freudian slip right there. But you you got to rename them now, superheroes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know you were actually, I want to get into the thing you just did with, with Austin because I know it was a two-year project. And I know you're working on something with Justin right now that I'm not sure if uh, you want to talk about or we can. But okay. before that, I, I, I... Awesome. I love that. Um, I know... Uh, we were just talking about it and I kind of brought us back to mention the thing that I had let go, but I kind of want to get back into the competitions really quick. And as much as that's like a good opportunity uh, for you and like, um, these are like long, these are long days. Like when I see you at like the, the blading cup, like you're there early filming everything from the beginning. Like this is just, I mean, these are long hours. This is a lot of work. Does it get exhausting? Like how does, how does this, uh, how's the process of actually working the event? 
It's fucking brutal, honestly. Yeah. Um, like, like Blading Cup this year was brutal because it was four days and, and there was there was no shade uh, to hide a- anywhere. I think like at some points, like you could see me like laying in someone's booth just under the tent, like dying, eating like uh, fruit that that the lady was selling on, on the corner and stuff. But um, it it it's fun. I I love being there. I think that the the harder part is uh, when you organize all the footage. It takes forever and and even like the reason why i haven't even finished this blading cup at it i mean number one i'm, I'm very picky like <laughs> like 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 i'm not going to rush a project but you know it's four days and 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 the course i think was a little a little simpler this year um to to, to accommodate for like uh like, like like the whole quad thing i guess um and the mini ramp so, too probably too yeah yeah longer. yeah yeah that too so it's like nobody missed any tricks like people were just blasting trick after trick after trick and i'm like how do i squeeze that into like a 10 minute 15 minute edit it's like four days of this it's it, it's yeah. so I, like filming filming i i don't mind it i i love running around and, and filming it and like i i always make it a point to film like the warm-ups because that's that's how i get like my double angles basically like you know like i try to be courteous and not put on a fisheye and 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 step in front of people even if they're filming with their phones like I hate when people do that with, with me. So like I try not to do that for other people. But like during the warm ups when everybody's just chilling, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna get my fisheye shots and like get I don't care who I step in front of because you know, like they'll probably do it again when the competition kicks off and they'll probably do it better anyway. So mm-hmm. um, I'm always filming. Always, always, always. But I, I, I do make sure to have fun too and, and have a drink here and there and, and talk to everybody. But by the end of it, I'm just exhausted. I think when Blading Cup um, ended I like disappeared to Palm Springs, like to go visit my cousin. I was like, I just need to reset my brain and just chill and like not even think of skating at all. Um, it's a good place to reset, yeah. Especially after like a uh, long, time. they're long days, man. Like you know, um, I'm just like uh, recently learning the last two blading cups, just like the the other end of not enjoying it, like running the booth and stuff like that. And when you have multiple days of that, just like top to bottom, these are long days. So filming uh, every time I went there and I showed up to start the booth. You were there already on it and yeah. then you're still going. So these, yeah, these days just seem, but you do like a really good job with it. I love the way you make the competitions look like you did the, the BPSO. Um, the, the, it was the one with uh, Demetrius and uh, Yandreo. Like that yeah, was yeah. out of control too. And like all the ones like every year with mantra. I mean, I just think uh, you make these events look so good and so fun. It just like looks it's good for everyone, like people who skate, people who don't, you know, just looks really yeah, inviting. Thank you. I mean, also, like, I want more people to come. So it's like, I figure if I make a decent video um, and people see it, they'll be like, damn, I missed out this year. I'm definitely coming next year. Uh, like, like, I always made that a point with, like, doing BPSO. When I've shot every single one. This is year seven. And, like, I think after year three, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm done doing these because it, it, it's hard to, like, uh, you know, it, it, was, it was always in the same place. So I'm like how can I make it different? But then at the same time, I'm like, well, what if, what if someone new is watching this for the first time? And like maybe 2017 is their first Bashi Pope skate off video that they just stumbled on by accident or 2018 or 2019. So like I started going into that mindset and I'm like, yeah, it's a little repetitive for me, but this might be someone's first time ever seeing an event like this. So I'm going to always try to make it look attractive and, and cool. And, and maybe if they're in the area, they'd be like, yeah, fuck it. That's like right up the block for me. I'm, I'm definitely coming to the next one. Or I'm going to buy a pair of skates. You know, if, if one person gets inspired to skate or one person gets inspired to come back, then for me, that's a win. I, I did my job. 
Yeah, that's definitely that's true. I, I think a lot of people, because I can speak from my own experience, have been going to events more because of your videos too. Like you make people want to go to Winter Clash, you make people want to go to Blading Cup or Windy City Riot or anything like that. Because I never, I for years I didn't watch contest edits until you started making all your butter TV ones again. Because <laughs> like it was just they're like hard to watch. they are very hard when to watch. Not made well, yeah. yeah, it's like it's just like usually it's just I'm not speaking about every contest edit out there, but usually just like there's 50 tricks throughout the day. It's segregated the beginning, the middle, and the finals, and then that's it. It's yeah. just all dropped in there. And like honestly, you don't even watch the beginning. You just go to the end because you want to see what happens at the finals. So it's there's right. no vibe to it. There's no context to like where the contest is how the vibe is who's involved what's happening so you gave that element to the contest edit world i guess and i watch contest edits now because of you it makes me want to go to winter clash winter clash edits fire me up to, to go every year and same thing with blading cup and and they're awesome i'm sure tons of people out there are definitely more motivated to travel around the world to go to an event now because of some of your edits Putting, putting pressure on me now. Now, uh, now I have to finish this wedding cup edit. <laughs> <laughs> um, you just, um, just this, uh, as we were talking about earlier, just this Wednesday, you guys released an edit uh, that you've been working on for two years. So with, with Austin, I think you did a fantastic job with that. It showed Austin's personality, the music. I loved, I loved that. It had like the Wu-Tang intro. Of course, you need that <laughs> with Austin. You know what I mean? I feel like Austin is his ta he's tattooless, but if he if he gets a tattoo, it's going to be a big Wu W on his chest. On my neck, like, my neck, like on my his neck. neck, my neck, on right his throat. Here. Yeah, you know? it's gonna but, say um, what you looking at, but with the Wu Tang W, <laughs> it's gonna say protect your neck. Yeah, right? with the <laughs> on your neck, the guillotine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah. What was that process like? And. And uh, what was the, I mean, I would assume it was COVID, but, but two years, man, that's a lot of time to put into an edit, but you're a busy guy as well. So uh, what was that process like? Uh, what was that like? Austin? That was, um, I don't even know, like, like what made us do that edit. Uh, oh, I, 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 I was did. Filming, I, was... I, I remember because the first clip in the edit was the clip at Red Hook when I did the lefty topsole on the outledge and then 360 topsole the down rail because it was right. during COVID. I was with my buddy Corey and we just went to that spot because you can't, you can never skate that spot on a regular day. There's always so much security. I went there with you, Billy, one time. Didn't we get yeah, like kicked out? Yeah, that spot's like super bust. Yeah, super bust. But I've been bust. seeing like some clips there lately. What's going on with that? Yeah, Jordan went there recently. I know that with the ghetto community guys and I asked him about it and he said they didn't get kicked out. So maybe you could skate it now. I don't know. But at the, po at the time, you get kicked out in two seconds no matter what. Because me and me, Billy, me and you went there. I, mean, I think we got yeah. kicked out just on our shoes looking at the rail or something. But um, so, yeah, I went there with my buddy Corey and I was like, oh, shit, we could like skate stuff now. That was like when it first clicked that you could skate during the pandemic and not get kicked out of anywhere. And I was like, oh, this is a sick spot. I always wanted to skate it, but I'm not going to skate. I haven't hit a down rail in like five years or something like that. And Corey just took the Insta360 <laughs> camera out and was like, no, you're doing something here now. And that's when I did that. And it got me fired up to like film and shit. And I'm like. I want to film now, but I want to film with someone who knows how to film. And I'm like, I know JP is like the only guy, not the only guy, but like the main guy that I would want to work with on an edit. Let me see if he's down with it. And that's when I hit you up. And I guess I probably pitched you the whole pandemic. We could skate anywhere type of thing. And you were, you were about it. Yeah. I would have been about it any, either way. You could have, you could have pitched me the worst idea. I'm like, yeah, let's just do it. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm down. Skate a P-Rail edit. <laughs> yeah, let's do oh, it. No. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, that was fun filming that because because you went on uh, I mean like 
where do we even start with that? I mean, like the first day we we, we shot in, in Staten Island, I think, and then uh, and then like after that we went to Times Square and it was dead. I don't think Times Square will ever be like that again. Um, I was yeah, those clips were money. Those clips, like I, they made that uh, area in Times Square, like I don't know, like five, six years ago, seven years ago. I don't know. Maybe it's even ten at that point with those marble ledges. Yeah, the ledges. Yeah, they've never been skatable. Like you know, it's always crowded. You go there two in the morning. It's like it's taken. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was cool to see those clips. Mm-hmm. Got and th- there's super lo- jealous watching that. that yeah, there's cool. there's a lot of other footage too that we like. There are those ledges too, but we have other clips, not like necessarily crazy clips or anything. But it's just skating the stuff in Times Square, like the metal sculptures there, or even like the barriers that go along. Mm-hmm you know, on like 42nd Street, whatever, like right in the street in the bus lanes that you would never be able to skate normally. So they weren't necessarily good tricks, but it was just like the feel, like you said, it'll never probably be like that ever again. Yeah, 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 it was sick. Um, There was that. And then again, I've been mean Austin, like super busy. I think I think we, we had like a good run, like starting it off. And then maybe like weddings started picking up again. And, you know, obviously mm-hmm. I have kids. So it was just like, all right, well, can you skate this week? It's like, nah, not really. And then, and then, like, if I was free, you weren't. And then, mm-hmm. if you were free, I wasn't. Um, Classic. Yeah, obviously. So, like, I felt like the only time we could get clips was like, hey, let's just go to Puerto Rico and, and see what we can get out there. Um, and we got a few tricks there. And then we went to Arizona, and we got one trick in Arizona. I feel like Arizona was more like a vacation. Yeah. Uh, just to like for everybody to just relax and rest their brains, and and then uh, and then we went to Hawaii. Um, to get clips but then that became mana that, that became a whole separate thing in itself um which is like one of my favorite pieces i think i've ever done um yeah and yeah again like like just this edit probably could have like if we were younger we probably could have banged this out in like three months uh but because this we have such life. busy lives it took it took two years yeah life but we <laughs> still did it i mean like it just goes to show if, if you just even if you get a trick a day or something or a trick a week, eventually like you'll get something. I know a lot of people are always like down and out about that. And like, Oh, well I don't have time. I don't have time. Like you could, you could squeeze a trick in here and there. Yeah. And, and, mm. and you know, that's exactly what me and Austin did basically a little bit here, it's a little like, bit there. And there it is. It's like a shout out my guy, Richard, uh, at one trick a day, you know, mm. oh, there you go. guy <laughs> gets out there, gets a trick a day, you know, got kids, got a family, got running a couple companies, staying super busy. Mm-hmm. can do one trick a day um, <laughs> yeah that's cool yeah the um what when what you were saying uh and it's something i also wanted to bring up you you don't mind investing into taking traveling pretty frequently to like make these edits going to certain places and um it just obviously like a lot of these times it seems hard to like make that same return back on skating um but it's just so cool to see you like investing in the work it does that ever get like uh can that ever get frustrating or is that just like fun like how, how do you see the traveling aspect yeah um i don't know if it's frustrating yeah I was, I was having this funny conversation with my brother the other day and it was like i was complaining and i was like man i was like i, I can't go to japan because this or that or there's skaters over here that i wish i can travel and he was like motherfucker you travel all the time he was like he was like you're always out and about and i'm like oh yeah that's true um so I, I, I think I get more frustrated because I can't really travel as much. Um, I don't know. It's just, there's just so much out there. I, I, I love it. Like ev- everywhere is different. Even like within the United States, like um, take competitions, for example, like 
you go to BPSO and, and it's, it's a certain vibe and it can be gritty, but it's, it's home to me. And then like you go to like, like mile high, uh, in, in, um, uh, in Colorado and it's like beautiful mountains in, in the background and everybody's so chill and nice. And I love that. Um, so it doesn't really get like frustrating. Um, if I could travel all the time, I would. Uh, does that, I don't even know if that answered your question, right? I think I just no, off a little no, bit. No, um, no, yeah. Like, like, I mean, like finance, financially, sometimes it, it can be a little rough. Um, you know, like, again, like my kids always come first. So it's like, all right, I got to make sure like that's taken care of. I don't want to be like that kind of dad. Uh, but then like after that, I'm like, all right, like I have this much money left over. I, let me backtrack a little bit. So like what I do for work, I freelance. Right? Like I don't work in a typical nine to five job. So it's like, if I want to really travel and, and do something, I'm like, all right, I'm going to like take jobs that I probably don't even care about, uh, just, just, just to make that money. And then, uh, that'll be specifically like towards skating. Is, is that make any sense? Yes. I, I, it kind of goes into something else that I wanted to ask you about also along those lines, because a lot of stuff now, the way skaters make money or filmers make money and making VODs, trying to monetize as much as they can. But ha I don't think you ever made a VOD. And then when we were talking about our edit, I, I like originally wanted to make it a VOD. And you're like, I don't know, like I never did one before. I'm not really about that, whatever. And then yeah. like you still like don't do that. Like you could be monetizing to make more money, to invest more into Butter TV, to travel and do these things. What's like the reason why you, you don't do it? I mean, I, I, I've never done VOD uh, specifically because it just, it targets, it targets skaters, you know, like, like you're not going to have somebody who's into like something else that's like, uh, or, or like a kid who like maybe is like watching a skateboarding video and be like, oh, check out this VOD of a rollerblade. Like, I'm not going to pay for that. But like, if it's free and it's on YouTube, you know, it'll always pop up in their recommend, or at least you hope it pops up in their recommendations. And then like, that might give, give them some sort of interest. That, that was always like my whole take on it. Like, you know. You know, and then like obviously you you can make it a VOD for like a month and then like put it out on YouTube, but then it's like it's not the same. Like, like we've all seen it already, so it's like I kind of want people to like celebrate the video at the same time, whether it's like us or people who don't skate, and you know, get that buzz and like conversation going. You know, people always comment on it, whether it's good or bad. I mean, that's there's no such thing as a bad comment to me. Like, like you know, if you say something bad, I'm like, oh, good. Like, you know, someone else is gonna have something to say over it, you know, and it sparks conversation. So. Um, yeah, again, like I kind of want everybody to see it at the same time. Um, so I've never done VOD and like, I, I've always like, like I do have a Patreon that like, I, I don't, I don't push cause I feel like I want to make it like worthwhile for people. So like right now there, there is like, there are 10 exclusive videos and it's just all raw footage from like competitions, uh, certain competitions. And I just put yours up today, Austin, which is like, so I got the email from, <laughs> did, did you? Yeah. Thank you for being a Patreon, by the way. Yeah, check out the Butter TV <laughs> wait, wait. Patreon page, by the way. It's in the link of the I video description know. below. I, I had no idea you exactly. had a Patreon. He doesn't advertise gotta, his monetization. You, you got to let us be yeah. your promoters, bro. You, you're, you're the artist. We'll do the promotion. That's, why I'm here, got, man. that's, the, only reason, right. that's the only reason why I'm on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, exactly. You're like, what the hell do you think I'm doing here? Yo, you got 10 exclusive man, videos? Is high. <laughs> I know. 10, 10 is more than a lot of other the people have Patreon pages. The rent is too damn high. Exactly. <laughs> my guy? The rent is too damn high. Um, the plane tickets are too damn high. 
What's your Patreon? How do we find your Patreon? Are we putting the link in the, in the description? Yeah, the link is in the YouTube description now. Uh, I just found out too that JP had a Patreon like the other day. <laughs> so I, I, it was news to me as well. But um, people, like, I saw you have a bunch of, you know, like you said, uh, raw footage from contests, which is really cool to watch too. It's like the Mushroom Blading guys just put out uh, like raw footage from Mushroom Blading 8. And I just sometimes just like having it like roll in the background, just like random skate clips and stuff like yeah. that. And it's awesome for that. Yeah, well, I, I got here yesterday um, uh, to, to Justin's Justin's house, and and like I was showing him, I was like, yeah, I have to just upload this real quickly, and like we started having a conversation. I just played the video, and like you know, every now and then he was like, oh shit, like that wasn't in the video, and I'm like, yeah, I was like that one didn't make the cut, and he's like, that's a sick spot, and I was like, oh, whatever, or or like just just anything, you know, just or, or like people's reaction, like when you were doing like the 180, and there's all those kids in the playground, and like they're all mm. wilding out in the background, like that's not really in the in the video, like a little bit is, but not not like the way it is in the raw footage and people screaming whatever else so like <laughs> where was that was that yeah. Staten Island yeah that's in uh Port Richmond it's right next to uh yeah it's like by like the Bayonne Bridge over there it's a school that 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 gap is like it's not like the biggest gap ever but since I went to school in Port Richmond high school in Port Richmond I passed that on the bus every single day and I was always like let's go there with like Brian Hakeem to film like a nature video or something like that or like a be unique video or whatever and I just never we never made it over there I don't know why but um, yeah, I was finally like, "Fuck it, let me just jump something for this edit," and we went there and and jumped that. But uh, I gotta watch that video because I I don't even remember a lot of the stuff that we we went through to, to film it. <laughs> oh, I remember, man. That was that, that was a good time. That was like one of the last days of filming, I think. Right? It was that day, and then we went to Coney Island afterwards, and that was it. Yeah, we wrapped it up. Yeah, that was one thing I wanted to say too about like you, how meticulous you are with with filming because we started like spring of 2020 and then all, all of 2020, then all of 2021 passes and then 2022 came and I'm like, JP, come on, we got to get this shit out. And still it was like not good enough for you. You were like, there's a few more things we need to get. Let's just go and film these things. So we went, we had like four or five other sessions, I think in the springtime while it was starting to warm yeah. up, but like you had to get it like a certain way. You had to make sure you get like these little bits and pieces to like sprinkle in to make sure that like the icing on top. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I'm always watching, like, what you do on Instagram and all the things that you post up, and I'm like, oh, shit. I was like, well, he could do this, and he could do this, and this is not really in the edit, and people, like, are reacting, like, super positive about it. So I'm like, well, I know you can do these tricks because it's there on your IG, so let's just let's just sprinkle some of these kind of tricks in there or whatever. I, I remember, like, hitting you up, and I was like, yo, should we get some big wheel stuff in there? Like, nah, nah, nah. Like, that's it. I was like, all right. Well, that was another reason, too, I wanted to get it out also yeah. because my skating has changed so much in the last few months that I like wanted to be that like a separate thing. So hopefully we could film something else like more recent, but like there was so much stuff from like a couple of years ago where my skating style was different, not necessarily worse or better, just different, you know? So I want to like keep that separate to one another. But yeah, you, you made sure that everything was like all the I's were dotted, T's were crossed and like we were good to go for that edit. <laughs> it was, it was legit. I mean, I, I always have like a like somewhat of like a checklist. I'm like, all right, there's got to be like some switch ups. There's got to be like one long rail. There's got to be like a, a gap here and there. You know, like like your 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 bases. I don't want like things to feel repetitive. It doesn't matter like how good the tricks are. Sometimes like like edits can be like that. So it's like try. It's good to mix it up and and I also sometimes I have like music already picked out and I'm like, oh this like this specific clip would probably look good here if if he gapped over here because it's like where the music has a hard stop and. Yeah, I try to visualize that, and I'm like, all right, well, now we have to find a spot like that. Like, I get mm -hmm. married to an idea, mm -hmm. which is sometimes bad, especially with, like, competitions, because, like, I'll, I'll do the same thing. I'll have music selected, and I'm like, all right, I have to make sure I get 
a shot like this or, or like someone doing this in the booth and if i don't get it i go home i'm like well fuck now what am i gonna do like the whole edit's scrapped you know but mm-hmm. it's just it's just me being super picky yeah we we got to talk about a little bit too about like the sound and and soundtrack and audio and stuff because you talked about it a little bit in the beginning how you have folders of like sound effects to put in contest edits and shit like that's something i feel that most people don't do for skate videos uh before we even went live we were talking about like wu-tang songs and like samples from like the wu-tang tv show that you wanted to use and mix them in and you had like a vision in your head like how important does this audio and the soundtrack and everything play in a skate edit for you oh it's for, for me it's huge i mean I, it doesn't matter how good something looks I, this, this is me personally but like doesn't matter how good something looks visually. I, I sometimes I think just sound can like make or break a video. I, I think that even goes with like like professional production. Like you can shoot something nice, and if like it sounds like shit, like it's it's gonna be in the back of your mind. Like damn, this this sounds horrible. Like this video sucks. Like for me, this is me personally. So like uh, I, I always try to make sure like sounds are on point. Um, uh, you know, like I I like to hear. We, we, when you're doing tricks like someone grinding a rail like i i like that sound or like if you're cutting through a kinked rail like hearing that hard hit like that sounds cool to me i was like that skating that has to be in there and sometimes it's hard to get that unless like you put a microphone in someone's skate but who's going to do that right so it's like and then again like being in new york you have buses passing by or for like you're skating and there's like a train above you you're not going to hear any of that so i'm like i have to like recreate that somehow um so yeah for any of you tuning in all these videos are phony that i make uh, <laughs> no, i'm like I'm like hey, not like that but but it's just it's just it's just trying to re- like recreate those sounds as best as you can and, and i don't even remember what the question was but i guess like going like with music and stuff like that another thing for me is like how, how everything works pacing wise like uh not necessarily like trying to go with the beat every single time but like when there is like a, a certain part of the song that, that cuts or like that slows down, I always like try to edit to that just so it's like, it feels like one big package. It's not like you have skating and like music just randomly playing. It's like, it's like a whole experience. Um, that's like what I try to do. I, I know like when, when I finish editing a video and I watch it like a week later and I start picking it apart and I'm like, oh, I could have done this. I could have done that. You know, it's just, I am my, like a bad critic on, on myself, but at the same time, that's like what helps like, make the next video better too so does that answer your question or again i think i'm like veering off all over the place no i think that was that was perfect <laughs> it shows it shows in your work as well um mike torres we had him on the show also another filmer and he said something similar about he did a piece with billy back in the day where they they filmed clips at night and they had a generator sound and then he oh, was right. like billy can you do it again without the generator on and he would take the audio from that and i think billy you said you didn't even notice that he was doing that and then and if you look back in the edit, there's no generator sounds at all. So like, it makes a huge difference. All, all yeah, all of those little things that I, I I don't think the average viewer is noticing, but are the moments that hit are in those little pockets, you know. Mm-hmm. And it just shows like the yeah. level of detail that goes into these edits. It's not that's the difference between putting posting something on Instagram and actually working on a piece together with a filmer and a skater. It's like a difference between that and actually wanted to make a, a video a separate youtube video like interviewing filmers about something like this um but yeah like there is a huge difference what goes into making a skate video a filmer someone producing it someone like going outsourcing sound or audio as opposed to like instagram clips where you just go out on a 
with your iPhone at the skate park and film whatever and post that. And that's what it is, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, you know, and like even back, back to the sound thing real quick, like, I don't know if you notice like certain parts of like the edits, like if someone stomps out a trick, even like in the intro, when you land that true top soul and like you stomp it, like I make sure like echo that, that sound. It's like, all right, here we go. Like get ready. Cause now we're starting or like just to mm-hmm. emphasize certain tricks, like, you know, throw like a reverb or like a delay on the sound. So it's like, oh damn, like that was fucking sick. I, I don't know. Like to me, I think it, it pulls people in. Maybe it's me overthinking it, but that's kind of like the goal. Yeah, I also loved this comes from a a filmer and like a musician myself, but like the crescendos that you have in your edits, because it's not like usually when you make an edit, it's like, okay, you start here, blah, 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 blah. You have like an ender and that's it. But like you have crescendos, you have like different songs, like transitions, like highs, lows throughout it. There's multiple enders in an edit. It doesn't have to just be like one big trick, you know, Uh, multiple openers, multiple enders. It just it's something that I don't think most people would notice off the bat if they don't film or know anything about that. But like if you go back again, you watch it and you're like, okay, that's why this edit hit me the way it did. Like it's subliminal almost in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you don't want to like make it obvious like, hey, this is what I'm doing. And and, and, like I want to force anybody to feel anything. It's like, all right, like this is the goal. And hopefully like you can latch on to it if you can. If not, it's not a big deal. It's it's like, you know, like. I've always took inspiration when like Erod used to throw like samples from like movies or something like that, or like he would take like Lil Wayne quotes and like put him in like his trailers and like I know exactly where it comes from and like that sets the vibe right there. It sets the tone. Like okay, this is a Blader Gang edit right here. Like I, I don't even have to like see that much to to know exactly what it is. But I I remember like uh, I've always liked that about his edits where it's like. I forgot. I think he took like a quote from like a Pulp Fiction movie or something like that. And I was like, oh, that fit perfectly right there. Mm-hmm. So like things like that. I mean, I, I, like, like I'm always inspired by like all those guys. I think, you know, him, uh, Torres, uh, Dom West, um, Johan from, uh, where is he from? I don't even know. But like, like those guys are like, they, yeah, 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 yeah. Sweden. They're, they're, yeah. Sweden, yeah. Right. Yeah. They're, they're, they're very like detail oriented but they don't force it on you it's not like they're trying to like overdo it it's just like subtle enough where it's like if you, if you catch it cool if not it's still a good piece regardless and i always like take inspire uh, inspiration that way yeah i was going to ask about your inspirations for filming and skate videos and stuff like that so i guess you just named a few uh, i thought you were going to say something like like the be unique guys i feel like your style oh, I feel like your style goes with what they were doing and they did a lot of the Chris Brown from Unique used a lot of the techniques that you were talking about, like quotes from movies and, and other soundtracks and threw them in here and there. And I feel like that shows in your editing as well. Oh yeah. Uh, well, a thousand percent. Um, yeah. I, I remember when, when urban royalty came out, um, cause like we, we were all cool with each other. So, um, I think Courtney invited me over and he's like, Hey, it's like, you, you want to catch like an early glimpse of, of, of this, of this video i'm like cool and i remember watching it and i was like yo this is so different like i was like so glued to it and you know, obviously like alex was in the video and like we all grew up skating together so it's like super hyped to see him and like tell like a whole story like documentary style i don't think that was really done aside from like hoax and stuff like that but that was more of like that was more fun and um i think like the be unique one was like a little more on, uh, with a serious tone i was like this is this is different yeah that i'm so hooked onto that Urban Royalty was unlike any other skate video. It was yeah. it was completely on a different level. It was like very cinematic kind of. But the intro, 
uh, with Max freestyling. Was yeah. that Max freestyling? And then yeah, it goes yeah. into like some super epic intro. The whole Alex section was, it's the way it was edited, the way it was shot, like even just like the the LUTs or filters they used on it, like that was on another level. And I think as far as even be unique videos go, they never did anything like that again. And that was their first video. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that inspired me as well as a filmer, too. I'm, I didn't know that you went there before they even had it done to check it out. That's pretty cool. Yeah, because yeah, I, I was super close with, with Alex. It was always me, Alex, and Sam, and then, you know, Thomas and, and Steve, and, and those guys, like, well, from Queens, but, um, and, and they used to come because, I'm sorry, they used to come, like, hang out with Alex because, you know, Alex was, like, one of their guys uh, or, like, one of their early skaters. So, like, we would just tag along, and I was like, yeah, I was like, this is fucking crazy. And I remember... So I, I don't know what camera they shot Urban Royalty on, and uh, but I remember I started working a lot more, and this is when I had the GL1, and they're like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna shoot 1131 now. We just need a better camera, and I was like, take my camera. I was like, film it. I was like, what? whatever you whatever you need to do, just take it. And then like they had it for like six months or whatever, and then they returned it, and they like bought me like two big fat batteries as like a thank you, and they, you know. Gave me a DVD, which was more than enough, right? <laughs> then, right? Now I'd be like, all right, I got to charge you for a day. But now, you know, back then, like that was just enough for me. And uh, yeah, same thing. Eleven thirty-one. I was, I was also blown away with that video. The way it was shot, like, like if you watch it, there's like ten different angles per trick, and like that definitely inspires me today. Where it's like, if somebody is like just approaching a rail, and everyone's, and everyone's always like, hey, don't film this one. I, I'm not gonna hit the rail yet. I'm like, okay, sure, but I'll film it anyway, just so I can have that approach. I'm like, all right. That looks kind of cool from behind. Now I'm going to come this way and, and film this. And if you land it and it's kind of sketchy, and you're like, oh, I'm going to do it again. Cool. I'm going to switch the angle, but I'll use that roll away from the, from the clip before. Like if, if you watch Mana and you watch that, like uh, I think you roll, you hit the top sole on, on the straight rail to the, to the down rail. That's like three angles or, or four different angles uh, in, in that clip. Mm. Uh, now that, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. I was gonna say that, like that definitely comes from like be unique or or even um even like the feet videos. Uh, that was the same thing. Like there was like ten different angles, like for like a roll up, uh, hitting the trick, and then the skate away. And I was like, that's to me like that's that's cool. Like it's 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 never stale. Dynamic. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, th- I, I I can see a lot of of, uh, of that in the inspiration from the the Vini guys in your work too. And like for me, I had the same impact. Like seeing like the Urban Royalty videos, uh, eleven thirty one, all that stuff. Um, they just did like a really good job, like tying in. I don't know emotion and culture and, and music and sounds, in with skating. And I, I think you you do like a lot of the same uh, thing in your own way. But that that's. Those are cool. Those little nuanced things, those little things that you notice go further than like what is obvious. Like, you know what I mean? Which is like, I guess the trick itself and like some of that stuff, but like those little things can hit so hard, you know? Yeah. Big time. Yeah, absolutely. To all these details. Um, Always in the in details. A, exactly. The devil's in the details. <laughs> um, hey, <laughs> um, in a bit, we're going to open it up for um, questions, but, you know, since since you mentioned it and having it be in your favorite piece and, and we're all here, I, let, let's talk, you know, talk about the Mana thing really quick. You said it was one of your favorite edits. It was a great experience um, for me. It's my first time in Hawaii. We got Keeney in the chat right now. Um, I saw that. I don't know. I don't even know how early it is over there. He must be up there. I don't know if they're... Dawn Patrol, yeah, yo. Dawn Patrol. He's, he's, he's probably on his early. second session already. 
having a beer yeah. on the beach right now. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's probably going, but um, it's probably uh, I think he would probably have like something like a like a smoothie juice if I <laughs> but, <laughs> some but vegan maybe. shit. Yeah, <laughs> but um, so yeah, like uh, why is that one of your favorite edits? I mean, like it. First off, I mean, it, it was Hawaii, but it was just like like everything about filming that edit was like so fun. Uh, or just even like when we got there and like seeing Franco, I haven't seen Franco in a long time. And it was just like, right. you know, he had like those lays for us and he was like, yo, what's up, man? It's like huge hugs. And it, it, it felt like, it felt like, I mean, it, it's not, it felt like, cause it was like, like, we were all kids at one point and like skating together. And like, he, here we are in, in Hawaii, you know, three, three grown men, like still doing, still doing this. And it was like, it felt like a reunion. Um, yeah. You know, like I, I know like when we chill here in New York, it's like, Hey, I, I only got a few hours and I got to go. I got things to do. But like out there is like, there's, we have nothing to do except just chill and, and, and have fun. And then like the, the scene out there, was just like one big family. Everybody was super cool. I remember like, when we met up with, um, um, who, who did you meet up with first? Did the first guy? Um, Johnny. Yeah, Ke- Johnny? Oh, don't, yeah, Johnny. Yeah, Johnny. <laughs> Johnny. Johnny. Johnny's a wild dude, right? That was, the first, that was the first guy we met up with. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's right. But, like, same thing. Like, it had beers ready, and they were like, oh, come chill. We'll, we'll do this. Or when we met up with Keeney, he, he had, like, like joints. He's like, welcome, guys. Welcome to Hawaii. <laughs> and I was like, what yeah. is this super nice, chill island vibe over here? Um, but like filming it, like everybody was like super injured and everybody still killed it. I mean, like that was, yeah, come to think about it. Everybody got hurt on that, on that trip, right? Fuck yeah. (laughs) Austin hates, Austin hates that trip. (laughs) I love this trip. I just hate the bookends of my first day smash and then my last day breaking bones, but it was worth it. It was still worth it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that 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 intro shot um, to Mana with like with the drone and like Billy doing the voiceover and um, uh, and and that song I I've had that plan since since the minute or so even like before we even went to Hawaii I think I heard that song I think like like a DJ set opened up with that uh, and I was like this this would be a good Hawaii edit song and like I I had that like similar shot in my head and when we were in that ditch I'm like holy shit I was like this is exactly like how I how I pictured it kind of. Not in not in a ditch, but like this overhead shot that like from a skate trip, uh, from a excuse me, from a from a trick being done to to the water basically, and I was like, wow, that that worked out perfect. Um, uh, yeah, I, I feel like everything about that edit worked perfectly from for, from the music to, to to all the shots and even having Keeney there and he was like, dude, he's like, I'll I'll film second second camera if you want and i was like you sure you don't have to do that and he was like no he's like i want to and i was like i fucking love it out here <laughs> it's super chill just everything about that trip and everything about that edit i, I love it's just it's like a it's like a reunion story basically yeah definitely yeah that, that, that was that was a cool experience even even i i premiered that video i premiered like a rough version of that uh i think it was when was it was it before BPSO and and like Tim Franken just opened up Chilltown and and Erod was like premiering um his new video and, and he was like yo he's like if you have something bring it and I was like I, I was like my video's not done yet and he's like so what he's like just play it anyway and I was like all right and uh, like people bugged out when they saw that especially like the part when when um you you guys and Franco all hit the hit the kink rail back to back to back um so it was just like the the energy was like so good over there 
Yeah. That's exactly how it, how it was. Every time we all went skating, it was just back to back tricks, and everybody was just laughing. Like there was no pressure at all. That was my favorite uh, part of the edit too. The 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 kink rail part with me, Billy, and Franco, like with the voiceover yeah. and everything, that yeah. worked out perfect. Yeah, true yeah, vibes that captured. Was really cool. Um, check that out if you haven't seen that yet. Well, we're going to do a Patreon I, video on that too for all our Patreon supporters. We're going to do though. after hours, we're going to do a Patreon video. We're going to watch it together, the little commentary since we never really get to watch that when we're all involved with the filmer too. So it's going to be pretty cool. Um, yeah. And I, I like the point you mentioned about um, how you, because, you know, I can see the music is really strong in, in, in like your editing and how it relates to everything, how you could hear something. Uh, before you even go to the place and be like, oh, that sound would be a nice sound for a Hawaii edit. That would make sense. <laughs> That's cool. Like I hear things like that sometimes in music. I'm like, oh man, this would go really well to like mm -hmm. this kind of skating. Um, uh, yeah, so that's cool. I want to, um, if you don't mind, can we open it up for questions from some of our guests? Let's go, let's go. Thanks yeah, we got a lot, of, a lot of questions actually. Let's go. <laughs> let's go, let's hey. go. So yeah, like, like Billy, we say every time, uh, we prioritize our super chat questions. We're going to get to the super chat questions first. Um, we split half our super chats with our guests. So maybe JP could get some beers or have money to travel for his next endeavor. Uh, we'd like to give a shout out also again to Blank for sponsoring this episode. The new Shokin Pro Model Skate is out. The size is 6 to 10.5, 12 to 12.5. So check that out at your local skate shop available worldwide now. Um, do we just jump into this? Are we ready to go? I think so. All right, cool. Uh, we're going to kick it off with our Patreon questions first. Uh, we have one Patreon question from Same Boat, uh, Mark over in Thailand, who says, curious to know your primary inspirations were slash are, particularly in terms of aesthetics and how you landed the name Butter TV. Thanks. Oh, so we kind of did the first half of that, but the Butter TV name. I'll also tell you what video also inspired me too. And this is funny because Mike Torres had this similar, similar conversation. Um, volume. Remember the England video volume? Oh yeah. That video, uh, 100% inspired me. The, like the way the music was and, and even the way like Dustin Latimer's section starts where it's like, um, which is funny. I actually found that album like, like two weeks ago, like where, where those songs come from. And I was like, Oh shit. Like a lot of those songs in that video are like on, are on one album. Uh, also in in the video perspectives but uh there was like a was like a weird like kind of like an eerie vibe right like it opened up black and white and there was like um i guess like some some voice sample that went on and like there was like that that shot of like dustin and it looked like it was like in the back of a, of a taxi and then and then he does that what's the first trick he does he does that line right he hits like the rolling uh one day stairs then full cab royale is like the, the square rail and yep. i was like that was so sick like just that opening set the tone i think for like how i edit today basically or it's like you kind of like build something a little bit a little bit and then you just hit them with like something something sick and then cut to like another b-roll shot and it's like oh, all right we're here who who made volume julio really he edited that <laughs> yeah yeah, what? I, was, yeah I, I i talked to him about that i for some reason i thought brian smith made it because wasteland came out at the same time and there was like like similar locations and i was like oh yeah that's fucking cool. Like, blah, blah. And he was like, no, he's like, I made that video. And I was like, you did? It's like, that's mm -hmm. fucking sick. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I didn't compute that either. No it's weird that like way. Julio made like one of the best videos. DL made like some of the best videos. Yeah. Silent killers yeah. on both ends of the ends of, <coughs> of the camera. I Excuse always me. feel like when, 
when you're like really good at one thing, right? Like those guys are really good at skating. You're good at like you could be good at everything. Like I, I think there's like a mindset. Yeah. Where it's like yeah, I don't know. It's also a formula to like getting good at other things. You know, it's just like the time plus passion plus effort equals you know proficiency, right? I don't know. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> let's go. With, let's go with it. Let's go with it. <laughs> Uh, what was the second half of that question? Uh, how, how you landed on the name Butter TV? Oh yeah, Butter TV. It's, it's pretty simple. I was um, just like you guys. I I, I didn't want to have something that was just like limited to like the word skating or rollerblading or whatever else because I always wanted to like do like music with skating, you know, documentary pieces, and I didn't really know what I was trying to do at the time. Um, and I had like some names. That it, they they sounded so serious. Like it just sounded like. It, I took myself too seriously and I'm not like that kind of person anyway. And then one day I was in uh, New Orleans um, and I was sitting at the bar and, and I was like eating food, whatever. And, and I was talking to the bartender and the guy's like, Oh, he's like, you're definitely not from here. I, I could hear that accent mm-hmm. and like, whatever. So like we talked a little bit and then he you were like, like 100%. Yeah. I was like, oh. I was like, Yo, bro, 120% listen. bro. <laughs> <laughs> But I was, I, he was just like, so how, how do you like it out here? How do you like the food? And I was like, oh, I was like, the food is, is super good. I was like, you guys put butter on everything. And he was like, well, hell, I put butter on my TV and it makes my shows better. And I was like, <laughs> butter TV, there it is. That's, that's it. It's that simple. I mean, obviously, like we say like the word butter when like something's sick and smooth and that's kind of like the kind of skating I like anyway. So it just, it all clicked in my head and butter TV, that's it. Oh, I love that there's a story behind it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got to put butter awesome. on my TV now. Yeah. <laughs> so, whatever, so whatever money I make off this Patreon, I have to, I have to go back to, to this bar and give this guy some royalties for that. <laughs> yeah, and I just, I just heard it in, a, in like the most New Orleans accent ever when you said <laughs> that. That's so good. I was going to do awesome. it in my best New Orleans accent, and I was like, I don't want to offend anybody. Like, That's such a risk, right? Yeah, yeah. Risk, yeah, definitely is. That's cool. That's, I think you told me the story before, but I didn't remember it exactly that way that's funny yeah uh let's let's move it to our super chat questions uh we have a super chat question from Surfblader, aka michael Keeney, who says uh love that you have a bin of skate sounds on standby gee do, do you prefer the sounds of ledges or rails aluminum rails square rails fixed steel porous ledges rounded beveled pointed Oh man, that's a serious ass question. I gotta readjust my folders, man, because that's that's super detailed. <laughs> Square rail um, sounds, round rail sounds, aluminum rail sounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I like the sound of ledges, like crunchy ledges. Already sounds good, right? Um, that's like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to answer that question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> come on, Keeney. You know, start making an ASMR video and just start like like putting on the bottom like this is the sound. Yeah, Yo, you sh- <laughs> you should make a butter TV ASMR video. That'd be funny. <laughs> I like it all. I don't discriminate, Keeney. I like all the sounds. <laughs> do, you rem- the sounds. do you remember like X Games and ASA back in the day on TV? Like they put like a microphone in the coping. Yeah, yeah. Because it was like that. super like long shots, but you would still hear like the metal grind plates on the coping so vividly. Yeah. What they put like a, like, like a little lav mic in there probably? That had to be like a lav mic in the coping on the ends or something like that because there's no way you get sounds like that so good, so clear. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. How is your sound library labeled? Is it like rail one, rail two, rail three? Is it like I have, by, uh, by material? I have uh, I have I have skate park like like a folder for skate park stuff like indoor things. Um, I have uh, a folder for like 
like New York is like when I, like like when I film fisheye like that's when I get like all those sounds but like there's still like the sound of like trains or like hustle and bustle going on in the background so I have or, or like urban I guess you could say and then I have uh, another folder where it's just like quiet like like basically when we shot in like places like Puerto Rico or 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 like in the middle of nowhere where it's just like all you hear is the skate sound and and that's it and then I have again like rail ledge uh ramp um uh the ramp fold is like divided into a what's like that like that sheet metal that you hit before you go up the ramp so like I have that oh, like, yeah. like whenever you see like winter clash videos like I, I use that a lot or like um or I, I'll give a really good example I um for 2019 I shot blading cup and um I had a really cool kid this kid Mike Mike Claric he he helped me out um se- second cam um that whole video for for like the second day and I guess I must have hit a setting on the camera, or, or I think the camera was set to external mic, so no sound came into his camera at all. Ooh. And like, and you know, and, and it's hard to like get everything at Blending Cup. So like, I was like, all right, you stay on this end of 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 the course, and you get everybody here, and 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 I'll get everybody on this end. So it's not like I can just like cut to my sounds and be like, all right, easy, easy fix. Um, so everything that he filmed had no sound to it, and I was like, fuck, I, now I have to like 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 spend like four days just just doing this on, on, on all his clips I, I i don't even have like sound on my end to like cover that at all so i think that's when i really started to like organize sounds and just have it ready just in case save your ass i got like a picture of jp i can picture you going to like the skate park like no skates no camera nothing just like as the sound guy have the headphones on and like a big <laughs> boom mic and you're just like with glasses on like sitting at the quarter pipe waiting for like people to go just watching them be like okay that was good <laughs> like the, the whole belt all the, on all the parents are like why is this guy fucking listening to the sound of my kids skating i'm like sorry sorry it's not what you think <laughs> yeah not not even video just straight microphone that's it just as a sound guy that'd be fucking that's hilarious <laughs> um we do have some more uh super chats but they're not questions and we have some other questions ahead of that so just mention maybe these super chats uh the stuttering skater says love hearing about the process Shout out Stuttering Skater. Mike Torres says rollerblading is lucky to have JP. Shout out Mike Torres. I we right agree. Back at you, Mike. <laughs> and Dale Tan says, you need some photos with the videos. Let's go. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I that's something I've always wanted to have. It's just like a, a photographer to like document everything. I had this idea like, like when Can I, I do that? Butter TV. Yeah, you could do whoever. Not, not everything, but I do want to shoot more skate photos. So you guys gotta yeah. team up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, another can't. two two more years for three photos. <laughs> <laughs> but like I, I've always wanted to do like a book. Like when I used to like go to like Barnes and Noble and stuff like that, and like see like books about like graffiti or like or like like old like hip hop books, and, and like there's so many stories. And I'm like, you know, like like video is cool, but I've always loved to see like those gritty black and white photos, or like or like even like how like the punk scene was created in New York, and like just to have a little story that 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 goes with the photo goes for me is like that lasts forever. And I've always wanted to do that with like all these edits, like whether it's a competition or, or like even in Hawaii, like to have someone just document like all the behind the scenes stuff. It's, it, it's, it's like when you were in, um, in Europe, really, and, and you were doing like Mesmer and, and you had the, what was it, the guy from Italy taking all those cool photos behind the scenes or? or... Um, it was the, the guy from Ibiza. Ibiza, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's sick. Like, I feel like that's so complimentary for, 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 for the video. Uh, yeah. I love stuff like that. So uh, whoever wants to come out and take photos, what's up? 
Yo, JP's interning right now, photographers. So, if, you know, you're, you're a young up and coming photographer. Check out my man. Uh, I agree. I think the photos can tell like a story. Maybe sometimes you might miss in the clip and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But yeah, I agree. Um, let's jump. We, we have a, we have another super chat question that just came oh, in we do. from Sorry. ESG Visuals, who says, "What up, JP? Straightforward question: When you coming back to the Bay? Miss you, bud, and thank you for all your dedication and quality of work. You're the unicorn in our scene." Stop. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, shit, I, I want to go back to the Bay as soon as possible. I was I was trying to go last month, but flights were so expensive. I think it was like 700 bucks to go out there. And I was like, that's insane, man. I'm not paying that much money to fly out there. Um, but anytime, they were, what? They were high and then they dropped like a couple yeah. weeks later, but they were, they, I remember that they were pretty high. Yeah. 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 I, I just got off the phone with, uh, with Cameron and like he got flights here to New York and he was telling me the price. I'm like, okay, that sounds a little more, a little more normal. But yeah, at one point everything was so expensive. Um, but I would love to go back up there. I, I, I love it out there. I love everybody out there. That's such a sick scene. So much fun. I, when I shot the, the Be Free piece, or, or even shooting shooting Cameron out there, I, I had so much fun. Such a good time. Yeah. Oh, is, is Cameron coming out to New York? Yeah. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. That's good to know. A little secret <laughs> trip coming out. That'd be cool to see. I, I know... Uh, I know his, his uh, partner is from New York, so yeah. it's uh, he, we always get him randomly, sporadically, usually yeah. in the summer. So that's super cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have another super chat that came in. A super chat question from Jackie. I'm sorry, Jackie. I don't know how to pronounce your last name. Jackie Jong, Jong. But um, so JP, we miss you, buddy. Got any non-blading trips planned for the future? And when you coming down to ATL? Much love, Jackie and Los. Oh, those two are the best. Um. A non-skating trip? Shit, I don't know. Does that exist? (laughs) (laughs) It's tough, man. I I, I always have skating in the back of my mind. Um, No, I I don't think I have any non-skating trips, to be honest. Um, And when am I going to go to ATL? Soon. I'll definitely be down there. Absolutely. You got to go to the barbecue. The the J barbecue. When well, when is that? Because I think that's the same time as as BPSL, right? It's so, coming up. I know that. I don't. I don't know if it's the same weekend. That that's rough. If it is, <laughs> but I don't know. It's coming up soon. I know that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I would love to go down there. I love that whole scene. Yeah. I'm probably gonna say that about everywhere I go. I'm like, I love that scene. I love it here. I love it there. I love it there. Yeah. It's just every everybody that I or everybody and everywhere that I travel to have been like super hospitable and super welcoming. I mean. I got like stories for, for, for days when it comes to stuff like that. That's the skate scene cool. right there. It's all love. Yeah, big time. Uh, Billy, you have any regular questions lined up? Yeah, we'll, we, we, we gotta, we'll, we'll take these three and then we'll jump, into our, um, we'll jump into our Patreon videos where we go through some of the behind the scenes of some of your work. Um, so I hope I'm saying this right. Chanka podcast. It's T C H A N K. Chanka podcast. Which other filmmaker? Oh, by the way, shout out to Chanka podcast. They just did something with Cesar Mora. I just saw this morning. I need. I just to saw it this morning that. too. Yeah. Yeah, I need to listen to that. So uh, check that out. Which other filmmaker outside of rollerblading do you get inspired from? Great question. I like that question. Ooh, that's a good question. Shoot, I can't even think of anything off the top of my head. Um. 
You know who always inspired me? Who's the guy that did Slumdog Millionaire? Uh, is it Danny Boyle? Or, or I, I think, I, I don't know if I'm, if I'm saying that right, but like he did the movie Train Spotting and um, what else did he do? Again, I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but like I remember like, like, like the way that movie was cut and shot. Um, I, I've always loved that. If, I, I, don't know if I, I, don't, I don't know if my style. Danny Boyle? Any of that? Is it Danny Boyle? Yeah. Yeah. I've always liked his style. Um, shoot, I can't think of anybody else right now. I have to like go on Google and like and like look up like movies and stuff. But um, you mess with you mess with Harmony Corinne. Yeah. Oh Harmony yeah. Harmony Corinne. As a, as a New York guy, gotta love Harmony Corinne. You have to. You have to. Yeah. Um, oh God! Remember when Kids came out? That's what <laughs> I'm saying. Like, he really ca- yeah. he really yeah. captured like a New York essence really well. Yeah. 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 It's like Spike Lee I, level kind of. Capturing yeah. the New York essence like that. Yeah. I, I remember watching that movie as a kid and like my parents were in the background I'm like, what am I watching here? <laughs> yeah, but, I could have watched that. I couldn't, I couldn't take my, at the same time, I couldn't take my eyes off of that either. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. Very engaging. Big time. Um, Dope Tag says, question, going from the first filming setup to the latest, how much has it changed? Uh, we, what was your first camera? We already answered that, but maybe the first question. Yeah. Let's see. Um, my setup from first to last, I mean, right now I'm on a, I'm on a Canon C100 Mark II. I haven't changed that. Well, how since... much, how much has changed since your first camera was like a JVC handy camera or something like that you said? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. JVC so from... was the first one. That JVC like... handy cam to C100, Canon C100. And C100 Mark II. I, I, I've always wanted to up, upgrade to, to something that shoots like um, in 4K. I know I, I export my videos as 4K, but technically this camera doesn't shoot that way. Um, but, Damn, you let uh, out the secret. <laughs> None of the sounds are real in the video. This camera doesn't even shoot 4K. You didn't even film me. <laughs> yeah, no, I from New Orleans did. That's the black I'm just on the face. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I mean, that's it really. Um, two lenses, a uh, 24 to 105 and, uh, the fisheye eight to 15. That's like my main go-to, um, nothing, nothing special. I don't, I don't think I, I honestly, uh, I I've always wanted to make an edit off, off like a cell phone or something like that. Just to like prove a point. Cause that's, that's such a common question. Everyone's always like, what's your, what's your setup? The shots are, are, are so good or this or that. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know, camera doesn't really do the work. It's just, it's just like saying like, what kind of skates do you use? Like, doesn't really matter like you know like billy or or, or both of you guys like I, I know you guys had your fair share of skates and you've always killed it so it's really like whoever's whoever's operating the yeah. tool right my my old uh plumbing uh, i i used to work as a plumber's apprentice and the, and the master guy was like this og jamaican guy and i'd have be having a problem doing something and i'd be like it's the tool and he's like it's not the tool it's the man behind the tool and <laughs> like ah. But that's, that's, I think that, that's what that reminded me of. I agree. Yeah. Um, the schoolie experience, we'll take this as the last question. Um, and then we'll, we'll do shout outs and last words and then go on to Patreon. But the schoolie experience says, what is your favorite piece that you've ever made or most proud of? Uh, I think we talked, talked into some of your favorites, but I don't know if we've gone into a definitive, what is your favorite? So do you have one? I have one. Um, I do love them all to, to, to some degree. Um, a, any of the action figures pieces, I, I always love. When, when people always ask me what I do and, and I try to explain 
and, and they just don't it, they don't comprehend it i'm like all right here i'll just show you i'll show you a video i'll show you like snippets and like i always try to show them like just like, like like a small intro and i end up watching like the whole video with them right like uh, i'll always show sarichiro's piece because it's just it, you know it always sounds cool it's like yeah i was in japan i shot this piece and then like it'll, it'll go into like jordan's piece in like new york and they're like oh man like you know and like there's such a contrast and in, in difference and um any of those action figures pieces are, are truly like my favorite I, I wish i could do more of those videos it's just they're so time consuming it, it takes like years to like pump those out or, or just like I have to be on the ball like every single day, and I don't really have that kind of time. But need another pandemic. That. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, it's tough. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, again, any any of the documentary stuff is, is really like my favorite piece. I don't have a specific one, but those those videos are like my favorite. Billy, do you have a favorite Butter TV? Yeah, piece? I like that. So we should know the action figures one. That one like hit hard. I was like, damn, this is. No one's ever done anything with Soichiro like that. Yeah. And I think like pieces like that in general, if we just had like like a hundred of those for like each of our of our, you know, people who are involved in skating, um, I just think those are super valuable and, and great. But the Soichiro one I, I really like just the quality, the skating, how it was the music, uh, everything was done really well. So that that's that's mine. What about you, Austin? Do you have a favorite? Same thing, Sochiro one that that stood out to me. I watched that numerous times. It was awesome. Uh, but aside from that, since you do a lot of contest ones, I think the powwow one that you did was oh, amazing yeah. with like Montre. Uh, or damn, see now I'm getting. I'm gonna say like a million different things. But the Bla- <laughs> Blaney Cup twenty, I think nineteen. Is that what the one with the little guys killed it? Yeah, and, and Matt actually, Mickey did it. That's, yeah, that's one of my favorite. Uh, that's the one I, uh, I, I want to choose. Edits. Because of the music in that one, I, I feel like the music was on point with, with that one. Um, yeah, and, and like I, I was going back and forth between like the old generation and the new generation a lot. Yeah, um, yeah. The, there was a lot, a lot of cool shots coincided, and Matt Mickey, even though his voice was shot, but I think that added to the the style of the video too. He narrated like the whole contest, and he's Matt Mickey, so he knows the right shit to say all the time. It this so my choice be that one and the social real one. Those be my two. Uh, I, Billy, I know you said before, one last question, but one more popped in. If you don't mind, we do one more question with JP, a little quickie. For another one from Dope Tag who says, uh, any tips for those who just start to film aggressive inline? Um, oof. I mean, go out, film every day and, and, and edit. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do I have any tips? Have fun with it, really. Um, don't put a lot of pressure on yourself. Right. That's that's the reason why we do it in the first place. You know, like this is not a job for me. So like, I love doing it regardless. Uh, I don't get too worked up. I know when, when I film people, actually, you know, what? I here here's the best advice: be patient. Don't 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 pressure people at all. I've, I've I've never been that kind of person. Like, if people have a meltdown, I let them have it. Yeah, I'm not like, come on, man. I'm just like, have it. Get it out of your system. Do what you got to do. And, and like, people sometimes they do apologize. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, for what? I'm here. I'm not going to leave. So patience, I think have, have patience and, and let people, uh, you know, figure out what they have to do to, to get their trick. And that's it really. Again, ha- have fun. Uh, don't spend too much money on gear. Um, you know, you can make a sick video off, off your cell phone, to be honest. Um, yeah, that's it really. And, 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 and pay attention to your atmosphere, you know, Try to try, try to try not just to sell the skater, but try to sell the the whole experience. 
That's good advice that. right there. Thoughtful uh, answer. I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> I like that JP is like half therapist, half filmer when filming. <laughs> it's like, I just let him get it out. Just go get it out. And then we keep it moving. Uh, you know, the thing is fucking uh, New York, us New Yorkers have a very aggressive attitude. I, I notice um, when I film people in Cali, everybody's pretty chill. Like, oh, man. I'll definitely get it. The next one here, it's like motherfucker, blah, blah. and I'm like, okay, all right, here we go. It's just like, you know, I, I, and this is, there's always people around. There's like pressure. I think like the the piece I did with with, with Billy, and you're like, there is some sort of added pressure because there's always people watching, and and people always have something to say. If you fall, they're like, ah, this motherfucker busted his ass. You know, it's just like, all right, <laughs> you know, it's just that's the atmosphere. So, um, you kind of have to be a little therapist in in those moments. Like, ah, fuck them. You're good. Yeah, I, I, I think there's like, there's even like, we were at the skate park the other day, like me and one of my homies, and like there was like all these board, like filled with skateboarders, and the boards are crashing with so many sounds, and it was all this. And I was like, yo, there are so many distractions here. And that kind of reminded me of our, we were skating places where there's a lot of foot traffic, and you'd yeah. have to be like waiting, and you think you're ready to go, then someone walks. So it's like a lot of, like, you don't get to spend a lot of your time focusing on the tricks in in new york as much it says like all these other frustrations that are added elements to it that kind of make like the shots look cool but it's also like can be frustrating so um that that's one of my excuses for why why we're like that i'm gonna i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna try to shelter us uh yeah but thank you yeah. billy <laughs> <Problem. laughs> we got we got to play that clip before watching the raw cut of my shit that jp just posted on the Butter tv patreon page i didn't watch it yet but i can only imagine <laughs> oh man oh <laughs> uh, but jp this has been awesome having you on Thank people you. loved it um i'm glad we were finally able to do this the timing is just right it's perfect before we go any last words any shout outs anything you want to say before we let you go and move on to our patreon video with you uh yeah i guess i mean like uh, i I knew you were gonna ask that question. I was like, "What should I say?" I'll, I'll end it with like a with a with a story of like why why I why I am the way I am as far as like especially like to the younger generation. I remember a long time ago when I was skating, we went to like a skate skate spot, um, and this was was like when like all like the Blizzard videos were coming out, like Uncommon Ground, No Limits, and things like that. So I was like very familiar with like who like the New York skaters were at the time, um, Joe Dentro to be specific. So like, I remember skating this spot in Queens. It was me and like two friends, whatever. And then like he pulls up. It's him, Mayan Tamang, and uh, I think Steve Pugilese from from Boston, I think. And I was like, oh shit! I was like, that's Joe. That like that's that's the guy I see with, with the Triple Eight jersey and like daily bread. And he came up and he was like, yo, what's up, little man? Can we skate with you guys? And we're like, okay, <laughs> like. And like they and they like destroyed this spot. Like they were fucking five flooring the stairs. They were skating super fast, doing like top asses or whatever at the time. And then like I wasn't skating at all. I remember just sitting there and I was like, I'm not gonna skate. Like I'm, I'm like embarrassed. And then he was like, Yo, he's like, try. He's like, Come on, like we're skating, skate. What are you afraid of? And I probably did no tricks, but at least I tried, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then and then they went to another spot, and they're like, "Yo, if you guys want to tag along, we're gonna hit this this other spot in in, in Little Neck." And there's like Rollins, and there's stairs, um, there's other ledges over there, and like we chilled for the day, and and I, I always remember like that was like so impactful uh, for even to this day because I'm telling the story. But I remember like when we shot the the Tim Franken piece, and he went back to Long Beach, and he came back uh, to New York to, just to chill. 
like I skated with him at a skate park for a little bit and there was a little kid and he saw us on rollerblades and he was like yo he's like can you guys hit the ramps and like you know Tim was like being funny. He was like, "Yeah, yeah, of course, man." He's like, "I could do whatever you want me to do," you know. And then like, we basically like put like a like, like a demo. It's not like we were doing anything crazy. Like we were just skating fast, and like I would like fish brain like like the rail or whatever. And and like this kid was like mind blown. And like I gave him stickers, and and like to this day he still hits me up. And he's like, "Hey, you guys come to the skate park?" I'm like, "Not yet, man. Not yet." But like, I got you. Yeah. You know, same thing with like when we were in Arizona. I was like, gonna say the same Jose. thing. Yeah, like, <laughs> the kid skated 15 miles to be at a skate park. It's not even like he knew like any of us were going to be there. And like, he was so pumped. And I was like, I always make sure like to, to, to feed those kids, like, um, like, like excitement and joy, like, you know, keep them hyped and, and keep them in. Cause you never know, like, like that might be the next big, big name or, or that might be the next big film or like big anything. So that's all I got to say. Um, look, look out for the young bucks. Keep them, keep them motivated. That is true. That young buck, that, Enjoyed it intro, Steve Pugilis, whoever became one of the best <laughs> filmers we have these days. Nah, so stop. <laughs> good thing we got you here. Good thing they were nice to you. I'm surprised that, well, I'm not surprised actually, but you never know with some people, especially in New York, at what they're going to do. But, <laughs> you know, he's, he's always been fucking mad cool. Like, it, it, it sucks that I used to have like old footage of like him and Sam Grimm, like sessioning down and stuff like that. And again, because I taped over those, those tapes, I wish I had that footage because that's like, such gold that nowadays like damn like that was that was an era in mm -hmm. new york mm -hmm. yeah i agree well jp thank you so much everybody please check out jp's patreon page butter tv by the way yeah. uh, i feel like this is the first time a lot of people have seen your face 100 percent organic because hey, um, let's go <laughs> we got to change it to a million percent organic <laughs> a million one thousand percent organic <laughs> So I, uh, stay tuned. Stay tuned for the next Austin Paz at part two. It's uh, twenty thirty. Calzone. Yeah. <laughs> twenty thirty. We started filming it already. It's gonna be out twenty thirty. <laughs> but I just realized now that also that this might be the first time a lot of people have seen your face. Yeah. Because you have so many stories of like people like not knowing who the hell you are because you just go by Butter TV and then like yeah. oh, let me follow you on Instagram. And you're like okay, it's this. And like what? That's you, Butter TV. <laughs> you know where that comes from? I, I I've always admired like graffiti writers and like I would like see like. When like people would like blast like billboards or something like that, and I'm like, damn, how like like how'd they get up there? And like like you never gonna know like what they look like, but you see the work. So for a long time, I I, I like try to like stay low key. I remember like being at Bashi Pope Skate Off, and, and someone saw me with the camera. They're like, are you Butter TV? And I pointed at Sam. I'm like, nah. I was like, that guy is like, okay. <laughs> 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 yes, my bad. We just blew up your spot. Nah, nah, nah. It's, it's fine. <laughs> you should have had a mask on. Should have had a mask on for this. <laughs> But yo, JP, stick around. We're going to do some Patreon videos for you for people on uh, the Jump Street Patreon page. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, everybody, for your love and support in the chat. Please hit the like button. Subscribe to us if you haven't already. If you want to see more of this stuff, get notified when we go live. Thank you to Blank for sponsoring this episode. Uh, be on the lookout for that new Sean Keen promo. I'll skate available worldwide now. And we will catch you all on the next one. Hey, Later, everybody. Much love. Much love, much love, New York, everybody. Ghetto community, Bodega Boys, everybody, and, and, and worldwide. I love you all, so thank you. Oh, there go the shout-outs. All right, <laughs> we'll catch you guys on the next one. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. <laughs>